There's an old Croatian saying that goes like, <laughs> it only takes two little monsters to have a party. Really? No, but... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows except you? <laughs> Hello, um, welcome to PhDam, the podcast for damned PhD students, those who wish to become damned PhD students, and those who have finished their PhD but still come to the university and sit next to me and decide they would like to be on our podcast. Funny, that is, guys. Um, so today we have a guest, everyone. Does everyone want to say hello first? Hello. I feel like we should introduce ourselves every episode, just in case like someone just listens to this one first. Okay, I'm Lara. I'm Prague. And I'm Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a special guest. Just go guest. and listen to the first episode. Like, don't, why would you start from this episode? What's I mean, I do point? that. Unless you're into Frane specifically. Right. Because I know that his friends saw our stories and they only saw, like, they didn't follow our page or something. They just saw the stories and did the poll. Um, sure. <laughs> Frane is so lost. Anyway, he we have a like guest. looking into different directions. We have a guest. We have a guest. And we've said his name so many times, but you can say your own name. So, <coughs> hi everyone. My name is Frane. Frane. Yeah. Frane. You need to sound a bit angry. <laughs> no, don't. And uh, Eastern European, basically, <laughs> with strong R. That's how you pronounce Frane. my name. Frane. <laughs> what are we doing? Right. Yeah, right. what are we doing? Okay, so yes. my name is Frane. I'm uh, finally on the other side. I've been following uh, this podcast since it came out first time. Uh, and I love it because it comes out every two Fridays, which coincides with the time I'm vacuuming my house. So <laughs> <laughs> I actually put you on uh, and the, it's perfect. 45 minutes vacuum, clean the essentials and then leave for a night out. I love it. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Can we have a video of that? Next yeah, yeah, yeah. Time? I can send Please. you the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like tag us on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> Listening to PH Dan. You just want a video, Franny, that's it. Like Yeah, I always want to understand that. (laughs) (laughs) That must be hot. So those of you who cannot see us, obviously none of you can see us. Um, And who have never seen Franny, he's so hot. He's very good looking. He has pretty privilege, which he very much leans into. Um, (laughs) Yeah. That is true. He leans into it, girl. Right? And, and we're all platonically very attracted to him. Yeah. It's a very unrequited sort of um, love relationship. Yeah. Hello. But then I was I was talking to the girls today about how I don't know how I would feel if Ronnie was my boyfriend because like whenever he enters any room, 
it's just him. Like, you yeah. cannot look at anybody else. It's just him. And everybody's around him and just wants a piece of him. People have said I very don't... inappropriate things to me about Fernando. <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk about that now. No. <laughs> this is a family me. show. <laughs> <laughs> you need to tell me that later. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we've been like three, four minutes in. And <laughs> we're just like <laughs> chatting. Okay. Right, um, uh, um, but you, when you said that you're on the other side, I thought you meant on the other side of the PhD, but then you went on the other side of the podcast yes. and I was like oh. that was a perfect transition but then you just <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I thought it was the PhD, PhD. No, no I was gonna ask if the other side is green or something <laughs> oh. yeah how's the other side of PhD yeah so Fran has just finished his PhD a couple of months ago yeah which is the topic yeah and that's what we're talking about today um so how life is and how his whole experience was because he had a quite nice experience during his yeah. PhD yeah so other side lasts now two months, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So it took me a bit to get accustomed to it, to be honest, because you're so much into it that it's really hard to take uh, like a cut and mm -hmm. relax. Yeah. But I must say it's really nice to be on the other side. Uh, and this does not mean that I would not do the entire experience again. You know, wow. it's yeah. just, yeah, you feel like you finished major part of your life that you decided to do. To be honest, I felt, I thought it's going to be loads of things, but in the end, it was really humbling experience for me, at least. I felt really good and I was really, really happy. And being on the other side last two months, I haven't done too much, to be honest. And that's uh, such a relief. I yes. would yeah, imagine yeah, it is a yeah. So how's your mental health? Oh, we Because we, we forgot yeah. the mental health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We, we'll do, yeah. we'll get into your Let's experiences and feelings, yes. but mm -hmm. first we need a mental health mm -hmm. check. Yeah, mental health And because check. you're the guest, so you should... Yeah, I should go first. Yeah, you should mm -hmm. go first. Like on, uh, I guess mental health can go from a large scale to daily based. Mm -hmm. So yeah. large scale, it has been very, very good. Mm -hmm. Like very good. My year and something of once a week psychotherapy has been working. So, <laughs> and loads of people noticed that, which I'm really, really pleased and happy about. And then daily based was just a regular i mean it was sunny it would have been better but it wasn't sunny so you know i just woke up i uh, finished watching great movie this morning i woke up early to finish it what was it oh paris texas uh, uh it's so good i'm getting inspired for my next next i bought a new film yesterday like analog so mm -hmm. i'm trying to be inspired for next round of photos so i'm watching these movies that have like good color blocking but this one is so mm. subtle and nice and i absolutely love that movie it goes now i was thinking this morning it goes in top few of my movies now it's maybe top four Oh, wow. Yeah. If, okay. you, if you guys have noticed or know me personally, uh, Frane is obviously my type because um, <laughs> he's so artsy. And there we go again so talking about how hot Frane is. Yeah. No, not, not just his hotness, but he's into things mm -hmm. which are so like Different. you can have conversations about. And, and, like, and every time we meet, like Frane is like, oh, my God. I have to talk to you about this film. Yes, yes, and, and, exactly. And, and I feel like that's such a good like connection yes, that we have yeah. like th that we can talk about these things the other day when i met you in ic i walked it coincided am i using this am i saying this word correctly what? inside with yeah. wh what is it yeah yeah no am i pronouncing it well yeah. 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 yeah cut this out please <laughs> <laughs> or don't <laughs> the experience <laughs> um <laughs> the experience of doing phd when you're not from england <laughs> this is how it feels <laughs> is this word correct right? <laughs> 
So the other day when I saw you in IC, it coincided with, I think for me, the most stressful, not stressful, but when it comes to my own motivations and life choices, one of the most stressful parts of the year for me, because Oscars just finished. And that's... <laughs> <laughs> I was taking you so seriously. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm so like, what? What is going on right now? Like awards. Like yeah. I met the Praga. Yeah, 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 the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like. Because like, I don't know, everything <laughs> for me in my head, it, it, like, it like a movie year ends up there and new one starts. Right. And like it's a new year for film buffs. You know, yeah. okay. Right. And I always are like when I'm preparing myself mentally, physically, emotionally for Oscars, and I always first, and I always want to watch all the movies, and then every year I I want to be like, oh fuck, why I'm not like a PhD in film studies, right? Okay. So it's that mm. time of the year for me, and then I meet right. like people like you, Pragya, what you mentioned. I love talking to you. Like when I meet people like you, every time we talk, we talk, we talk, we talk, and I'm like. Ugh. Good, I finished biology PhD. Fuck it. <laughs> you know? Maybe you can do a PhD in film studies. Yes, in yeah. film studies yeah. or something. Life so, yeah. Sorry, uh, a, a question on it. So, on you, the, you on said this that really well. Oscar's tangent. Do you feel similarly about Eurovision? Mm. <laughs> I love Eurovision. Because I do. Like, it's like an event. <laughs> so, it's like, yeah, you, we're getting closer to Eurovision, yes. and then Eurovision ends, then the time comes that the new. Um, songs for the next year yeah, the national yeah, selections yeah. are happening yes then we know who everyone is and we look yeah. at the entries and then eurovision happens and it's like a cycle yes <laughs> that goes with the seasons for me i don't know wow. yeah. okay i just like to watch it on the day okay and that's oh. as far as it goes and then do, you wa- like do you want to say what eurovision is because i think oscars <laughs> is something that a lot of people might know but not like i for example didn't know what eurovision was before until you came here uh, until i came here so okay so eurovision is um Song contest. A song contest for all European countries, which also includes Australia for some reason. Was it? Yes. Yeah. Like for the last three, four years. Yeah. Okay. Um, wow. And also it includes other nations that are like on the fringes of Europe. So Azerbaijan mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and every country selects a song through their own process. A country can decide and they send the song to this contest. And it's a three night show of two semifinals and a final and then the person that wins hosts Eurovision next year. Yeah. yeah. Right. You guys are omitting the most important thing. Mm-hmm. It's happening it's in England. Oh, no. Is no one cares. Oh. Um, I don't <laughs> okay. even know why it's happening here. We never win because we're bad. But you, won, um, uh, you no. were second last year. Yeah. It was wow. a nice song last yeah, year. Yeah, it was a really nice song. I didn't song. watch last year. I actually the last really one I liked watched was it. Same. Like, yes. I was okay with it. I like. I'm mad about it. Like, people are just like. British yes. Eurovision songs are usually so boring compared mm-hmm. to all the others i think last year was really good for england because they won women's euros and then they were like second in eurovision so a lot of these yeah. european competitions we were also um, second in the men's euros oh were you yeah. <laughs> oh my god so because was, we wanted to win so we could sorry, get a bank what's holiday euros? what's your either oh, either, football, england, football. Oh. either either <laughs> england was really good or everything Homophobia else really alert <laughs> 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 The most important part of Eurovision yes. is not anything to do with Britain. It's just that it's gay as hell. It like is. It's and so camp. Very gay. It's yeah, it's so camp. camp. It's amazing. It's, I it's fucking amazing. love it. Like, if you look at the audience in Eurovision, everyone is a gay man. Even the yeah. women are gay men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, someone said that uh, Eurovision was a family event until gays took it over. Like, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> it's still a family, a family event. event. Yeah. 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 And I'm actually excited because I saw yesterday that in Sheffield they will, during the Eurovision days, they will organize like a small 
Fringe Festival oh, here in Sheffield. Really? So there will be showings of Eurovision oh of the God. finals and then the semi-finals. Should we go? And like and different things around the city. So nice. I'm like, I really want to. Yeah. So we, like we did a massive tangent. Does yeah. anyone yeah, else have sorry. anything to do uh, to say about their mental health? How's um, mental health? Okay, mental health. so. Oh, right. That actually brings me to what I actually wanted to say on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys, that we didn't give you an episode last week mm. when we were supposed to. I very much had COVID. Um, it was ruining my life. She really did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was my fourth time. So at this point, you'd think I'd be. But she was still it. cooking well on Insta stories. Yeah. 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 I was so jealous. I was just like, what? What? What is happening? Why is she enjoying? <laughs> to be fair, I coughed into the food. So <laughs> it was definitely not something I was going to share. This is TMI. I am not, I did not yeah. sign up for this, but okay. Um. So that was physical health. Which kind of dictates my mental health because my mental health was amazing before that. I had a great supervision. Um, mm. Oh, that feeling! You know, mm. I had like they were sex like, is great, mm. but when it, did you oh. have good supervision? When they say, "Oh, I loved your work, and you've only got to do this," and then we're Preach. gonna put in for confirmation review soon, Preach. and I'm like, yes. 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 Like, you know, I felt very, like... <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. On top of Any the validate like, academic validation mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. at the top. Anything else is just <laughs> secondary. Like, Listen. someone calling you pretty... Well, I don't care about that. Do you, right? do you like my work? Do you like what I write? Do you think I, I can critically <laughs> analyse data? <laughs> that I is was it. on yeah. the plane to New York. I was in New York. I was on the plane home from New York doing my literature review <laughs> so it yes. was nice when they're like thanks for not enjoying your holiday because this was good yeah. i'm like ah oh. okay i don't know how i feel yeah. about that but yeah <laughs> okay cool no but i i did actually enjoy my time oh i want to next do like my actual literature review like when we're writing our thesis on a beach mm. that's the next oh I, I did yeah yeah, do it do it somewhere that you appreciate like yeah. i did most i wrote most of my thesis in showroom in, uh, in the cinema. In the cinema. Ah. No, they I have know. a cafe. Like, mean at the cafe. They have co- in yeah. cafe. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. not cafe. watching a movie. Okay. Yeah. But Just I like, imagine Frane in the cinema with like, his laptop. And everyone's yeah. like, shh, what is going on? It, it, it wouldn't be shocking for me because he's such a movie buff. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, that's my mental health check. So my physical health is better now. Mentally, I think I'm all right, actually. I've decided I'm not going to let the PhD beat me. So No, 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 no. Don't. Because, yeah, someone said, like, you know, have you cried yet? I was like, bitch, I will not cry. Have you no, cr- no, the, the question is, have I you don't cried? Know how I feel have about you cried either? Have you cried in front of your supervisor? That's the question. Ew. <laughs> have you? Cried no, no, I never <laughs> did. I never I did. Actually, have, but before she was my uh, PhD supervisor, so oh. she's seen me cry before she was my now supervisor. I know that story. No, what? I'm, my grandma passed away, and I had oh. class with her, and I was talking to her, and I started crying. Oh, okay, okay. that's oh. very different. <laughs> I thought it was, she was like, really. No, no, and she was like, "Can you please just pack your stuff and go home and rest?" I was like, yes, I will do that. <laughs> oh no! But yeah, I throw my mental health check to Lara. To me, <laughs> yeah. I I was like in a very weird space, and I was like feeling a bit shitty. But yesterday, I went to this live drawing session, 
Mm. And it was amazing. The boobs were good. Yeah. <laughs> the boobs. Yeah, there was boobs. Of course, there was boobs. Um, <laughs> nice. I mean, if no one, if someone doesn't know what a life drawing session is, basically, there's a lot of people sitting in a circle with like their n- sketchbooks and like pencils and whatever. Oh, super cool. And there's a lady in the middle. Usually, a lady. It's a man sometimes, but usually, it's a lady, just like taking different poses, and you just draw while she's moving. And she's naked. She's naked. naked yes. Uh. Yes, usually it's it's because it's uni related or somewhere no no in no. I just I just went to this artist oh collective God, super yes cool. with a friend and it was amazing. Wow! Because I just sort of somehow release my stress by drawing and I don't draw very much anymore, and it was just like a great way of just mm. not looking at a screen for two hours and it just passed like ten minutes. It was like amazing. So I'm feeling better now. Nice, love nice. Pragya. Okay, um, <laughs> I was really good <laughs> until, <laughs> until yesterday ah yesterday <laughs> i forgot about that because um so th- just in march it march march is a really intense like month for me because i have to write a lot for a lot of different people yes um <laughs> but um i was doing really well mentally because uh, i was doing really therapeutic things i went to this really good nature allied a writing thing where we took inspiration into writing from trees and birds. I know it sounds a bit ridiculous, but it's, yep. it was really nice. <laughs> Shut up, Marissa. <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah, so I did, I, I was into swimming and, you know, I was just keeping myself yes. busy and it was really nice um, and good until yesterday I went to this <laughs> fuck all networking event where people were so blindly positive hr-ish that's what i call it. like human resource like it was like a self-help corporate corporate conference where hr would just be <laughs> like oh you're having a shit time cool just be positive just oh my God. you know believe Liberals. in yourself <laughs> yes. exactly no it was very self-help book yeah it was it was very, very self-help. that's like those book, that's yeah. like oh you're feeling shitty print yourself some sunflowers and put <laughs> a fucking sunflower on your fucking desk yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean and i honestly, hate that like not even real sunflowers no no, no print them print yeah. them yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and i don't have a problem with like people saying oh be positive or something but um you have to follow it up with something like it's very difficult in this world to be positive Mm -hmm. and like you know you live in this horrible capitalist structure and you don't have any money you don't you hate everything but there was none of that and everybody Mm -hmm. was just like you can do it like the nike um tagline is like just do it why are you like oh you know contemplating why are you just like thinking about it just you know you can just do it and i hate that i think especially because it was an event for uh, minoritized academics Mm. and um i actually find that a lot in minoritized communities there Mm. is a lot of blind positivity and i think it's Mm. just a coping mechanism but the problem with it is that the more you try and cope the more you try to ignore the fight against those structures because Mm -hmm. you're focusing so much on like the structure actually being something that's permanent and Mm. you just have to get around it basically and Mm -hmm. that's not the case i mean that's not what it should be um and i also find that with minorities because a lot of the people were what we would as a society deem successful like they have very long good careers they probably earn some money from Mm -hmm. it and stuff like that they're very established so it was not phd students i mean like the speakers the speakers okay so everyone else was a phd student but the speakers were quite successful and they were all like helped by 
people from upper class work uh, sorry upper class white people like everybody who ha- and there was no s- reflection on that mm-hmm. right they were just like mm. saying you can be where i am mm-hmm. just by believing in yourself but that's the thing i've noticed minoritized i want to say i'm saying minoritized on purpose mm. because even though last time i mean yesterday was focused on race mm. mm-hmm. you find it everywhere you find it with women you find it with yeah. I don't know, disabled people, gay people, yeah. um, trans people in certain... In everyone, basically, who is some form of minority or oppressed group. Mm. Um, they do this thing where they really lean into meritocracy and act like they got to where they got yeah. just because they worked hard. Yeah. And if you work hard, you will also get where I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like... It's very Kim Kardashian-ish oh, yeah. at some level. Yeah. yeah, And it's like... I think they honestly do believe that mm. mm-hmm. they just worked hard because we do have to work a lot harder than those who are not oppressed in the way that we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can blind yourself into thinking, I just worked hard and that's why. But there are so many people who are not quote unquote successful yeah. who work mm-hmm. extremely hard mm-hmm. yeah. and get nothing out yeah. of it. And yeah. there are so many people who do not work enough. And yeah. get, get so, so much, much. Yes. out of it, yeah. and I think we need to acknowledge that when we're doing this whole blind positive yeah. meritocracy thing, yeah. relax. It works for you, but you're one of a very few number of people that the door Correct. was open for, mm-hmm. and you need to acknowledge that and stop telling people that you just worked hard. It's kind mm. of rude, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and that's the problem that I have with these things. I'm so sorry I cut you. No, 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 no. So. Th- exactly what marissa said Mm -hmm. that was issue and now i'm just angry and i can't (laughs) like i don't know what to do but everybody that i'm meeting or talking to i have to mention them how horrible yesterday was um (laughs) and (laughs) it's just a thing that i'm doing just to take out my rage anyway yes um otherwise i'm fine yeah but it was very funny because i was on instagram and i could see that no no i could see how not upset but how Marisa and Pragya were feeling from oh. their stories, right? <laughs> and right after Marisa's story, there was a story of this other girl that is in my department that was in the same event. And she was like, very nice event. And I was like, this is, these are two so <laughs> different experiences <laughs> about the same thing. Me and Pragya like hate text when we're at events. Yeah. Like, yeah. This shit is boring. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so. And I can't like, if I'm <coughs> angry or sad or something, or I don't like it, you can see it on my face. Like you, I cannot yeah. hide it. And, <laughs> Um, that's why most of my dates don't work out. If I'm having a horrible time, you wouldn't know that I'm having a horrible time. I don't know. I find cishet men don't read the room very well. Probably, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. anyway, so they're oblivious. Yes, <laughs> I don't want to talk about any of this. Yeah, we actually came here. <laughs> Our guest has been so quiet. Yeah, yes. ranting. Yeah, and we're sorry for that. Yes. Don't worry. I I really like. Everything you said, I reflected on any of the of the topics you mentioned so far, and. Uh, yeah, I've been reflective. So when you ask me how was to finish PhD, mm-hmm. literally it's um, uh, sorry for stopping you. No, no, no. Go on. no. It's literally like so overwhelming, but it doesn't need necessarily needs to be like bad overwhelming. It's just loads of things to process, and mm-hmm. I think I did the best choice, which is a bit of obviously, like I had a job lined up, but my job started like two months after. Like it's gonna actually start even three months after. Um, but it, it, it was a privilege, definitely, that I was able to step back and do nothing for mm-hmm. two months. Because you need that time, even if you had the best experience mm-hmm. in the world right. on your mm-hmm. PhD, it just loads to process. For example, now that you're all talking here, I'm not, pro- like, when I say I reflect on things, in, in, 
this is this PhD was whole new experience for me because I also moved the countries, came to Sheffield. So mm. building my life from scratches in a in a new country. For example, when you were talking about the event you attended, yeah. I cannot forget like my first Sheffield Pride was terrible, and then I went oh. to this like pri- pri- like it, it wasn't private, it was like minority pride, and they put all like black presenters on a second floor. Mm. even if it was like minority and they stormed down and took over the main stage which was one of the best things i saw in sheffield politically right. so wow. you know there there are these things that i r- for example now that we are speaking like mm. i always remember that this was not just educational experience but also mm. life experience yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. So uh, because yeah. when you speak now, everything comes to my head. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> everything. Yeah. This was life for four yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but no, like I think we need to talk about that more. I think should we talk about what we imagine the PhD will be like when we finish, and then you talk about like what it actually, what it actually is. is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but like a sentence each. Um, for me, I feel like I'm gonna be like initial stage worried. You know when you're just like worried that you've got a deadline and you have to submit it? Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be really hard to unlearn. Mm. Like mm-hmm. me sitting down and doing nothing. You know when you feel guilty sitting down doing mm-hmm. nothing? Mm-hmm. I'm going to feel guilty even though I've completely finished. Yeah. So yeah, that's going to be me. Mm. What about you? Uh, this is a very yeah. weird response. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to have a migraine for a week. <laughs> Why? What? Because <laughs> you always have a migraine. Uh, yeah, I, I have. A, I, I get migraines for many years now and I get them all the time. But I especially get them like if I am very stressed, I don't have a migraine. Mm. Right. I get the migraine the day that my stress releases. Oh, really? So if I have a deadline until the deadline, I will not get a migraine. The day after I submit that I sleep and I wake up in the morning, I have a migraine. Oh, my God. Do you know why that? I'm not sure. Is it like a no? Because no migraines change. Migraines come when certain levels in your body change, right? Mm. So it might be your hormones; they're going up Mm. and down. So when there is a big jump, or your blood sugar, or your pressure, or your Mm. stress, or whatever. So I think because I have stress all the time, and then suddenly I release the stress, I just get Mm. a migraine. So I know that when I finish my PhD, (laughs) I'm gonna have a migraine for a week. That's the first day. Oh my god. But I, you were talking about blind positive positivism earlier, mm. and sometimes I catch myself being a little bit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of not worried because mm. I think that I'm on the right track, right. and I thought a lot about what I've done until now, mm-hmm. and I know that I'll continue fighting, and I know that something will come mm. after my PhD that I would be happy with. Oh, like work wise, yes, and like yes, and yeah. I'm not worried about that to be same. honest. Like I know that something will happen. Okay, Praga does not agree, guys. No. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Okay. Um, I relate to the w- worried bit that you said. Uh, yeah. That uh, you would mm-hmm. be worried. Um, and I think I will also be worried. But I've never. So I think that completing my PhD would make me feel relieved. Right. But I have never felt that. Like I have never. Whenever I have completed a degree. Mm-hmm. I've made sure that I have something to, to do, do right next. I have yes. never taken a break. Like, I don't know what, do you know like people in this part of the, uh, not in this part of the world, but also like in India sometimes, if mm. you're from a really upper class background, uh, people take like breaks. Like um, gap, years. gap years. That's a very I have middle class. Never, very ever, yes. ever, ever take, like since my childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I have started studying or doing stuff. I've never 
taken a break like even after my masters i started working but i found my job before my masters ended yeah mm-hmm. and then i just started after my masters uh, yeah. while say my peers could take a month or two uh, of break so i'd probably be quite like frane and mm. try to find a job or try to find a postdoc or something i don't know what i'm going to do maybe i'll yeah. just like be really i'll just start some other career <laughs> but whatever it is i would make sure that there is something in place before i end but i agree yeah. which is why i don't ever worry about yeah. prospects Same, and stuff, yeah because uh-huh. i always have like mm-hmm. the most break i've ever had was one month of doing nothing right and that was just between jobs and i engineered that one month mm-hmm. but other than that like i but then that one month break before i took it mm-hmm. i had something lined up mm-hmm the month mm, after right. so i wasn't worried that's why i say so. i th- my biggest aspiration is to retire i just <laughs> want to give up <laughs> and no. just do nothing after this right. phd i've said to myself i'm giving myself three months off to travel we have money we'll see yes i will have money but yeah today. she will probably yeah <laughs> because marissa does this like i know how to make money she says and i want to go to blow it no, yeah <laughs> she says i will go to a holiday and she does i, I say i want to go to a holiday but you i never, never do, do. <laughs> So she probably would, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, Sorry, by the yeah. way, Fran has Fran been taking yes. notes. You yes. Yeah, Fran has been like. <laughs> oh yeah, that is me. I never not take notes, but uh, so. So hot. Yeah. Yeah, I always. <laughs> because I found it like, um, uh, yeah, I'm taking notes because I just everything you said I can reflect on it definitely. Yeah. You have all the tools that are just really natural for PhD. And even thinking about how to finish it, and like for example, I'm just going through this. I think this is the best way to structure to reflect on what you said just mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So, for example, Marisa, when you said about deadline and being stressed, being stressed about it. To be honest, um, PhD, even if you don't see it, this is my experience, and uh, not just my, but what I observed around me. Even uh, if you don't see it at any point throughout PhD, mm-hmm. it is very regulated. There's no way at the departments that we are in University of Sheffield, you would reach like three months before submission without them knowing you will actually submit. The stress is there. It will be because it's a baseline, but it's that type of baseline stress, you know, because we are being checked all along, Mm -hmm. even if, Mm -hmm. to be honest, for example, uh, and this is maybe a small shout shout out Mm -hmm. to my supervisor, Gavin. He was literally the best. He was uh, literally the best supervisor a person could wish for. But I noticed from my experience and others, even so, this is not my case. But even when supervisors were not the best, you figure that out throughout PhD, and there Mm -hmm. are things in action that can be done. You know, when someone this when someone does not go down the line of uh, submitting and finishing PhD, that's known way ahead right so that's and, and like me as a person maybe i blindly sometimes um just rely on the pure facts mm. that's my taurus rising you know <laughs> because i'm, I'm aquarius at all. like i'm not i'm aquarius by nature like i'm Same. aquarius I love mm-hmm. you know i'm a, i'm so 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 <laughs> aquarius that Taurus, luckily I have it. So that's that fat fact checker, you know. So mm-hmm. I like, I sit, I observe. Frankie, are you Frank doing? Is well? dying. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing so much? Because um, 
this is a conversation that we have to have that we are all in either social sciences or like sciences oh, and, and we are definitely into pseudoscience and not in like i don't know I about frane but yeah like it's not like we believe 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 in it but it's no. such a good conversation it's yeah. such a good conversation yes. like it's great when yes. i say i'm a cancerian and you know what i mean when i say i'm but a cancerian you know what's my favorite thing to do yeah. you know what's my, my absolute <laughs> favorite thing to do is to tell someone because i'm in stem you know and then yeah. i start randomly <laughs> talking about star signs <laughs> and then and then someone tells me oh i don't believe in that and then i'm like oh what's your star sign and they say leo leo oh, yeah. and i'm like oh that's such a leo thing yeah, to say yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm a Leo, by the way, so be careful what you're saying. <laughs> I have a really good opinion about Leo. So, I yeah. don't. Really? really? Come on, you love I don't like Virgos because both I my best friends are Virgos. I love her, and I know them very well, yeah. and they have no emotions. You know, you know why you will finish PhD basically. So yeah. Im- imagine mm-hmm. this. So let's manifest. Like manifest. Okay, audience, this is a manifest break. Okay, mm. good. So when do you submit your thesis? In October, right? Mm-hmm. No, Probably. Yeah. no, it will yeah. happen in October, okay. you know, okay. sometimes. What that means is that most of your thesis will be written during Virgo season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Every time I think I want to be serious, you just say something and we're just like, and just the, <laughs> like Virgos are pretty much what Ariana Grande once famously said, our <laughs> Lord and Savior. She said, I see it, I like it, I want it, I got I it. I got it. I like it. I got it. I got it. You like anyway. my hair? thanks. I got it. I don't know what it is, but when you sing, you put on a really British accent. <laughs> and it's like Americans really? that you're singing. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my favorite is when Pragya says, says Barnsley. Barnsley. <laughs> That's, That's because favorite. I love Barnsley, by the way. Shout out to Barnsley. Yes. Because it's a beautiful fucking I don't love you. Okay. Anyway, so that's, and I even said this as a really serious argument to my surprise, or, or my friends at one point, I was like, don't worry, if we are in Virgo season, like whatever you write now, it's going to happen. Anyway, <laughs> long story short, I think there are levels of, cer- of certain baseline private or it's either private or acquired anxiety. And you can Mm -hmm. ask me later about acquired anxiety because I'm a, I don't know if I'm a generation of PhD students, but I definitely started my uh, complete academic career on Twitter. Like I found my PhD on Twitter uh, when I... Like Marisa. Marisa. Yeah, so I had like, when I started PhD, I had really low number of uh, like people I followed or followed me back. Um, I'm saying all of this because I've really learned a lot because PhD can be really isolating uh, experience. And there were points in my PhD where I felt like I'm talking more to people on Twitter than in life. And they gave me some, mm-hmm. you know, they gave me some valuable advices and stuff like that. So when I say acquired, I had even with, with Gavin, with my supervisor, we, he told me at one point, uh, like, you know, there are things like out there that you read about. That's that, for example, hashtag PhD chat. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's happening to you or that it will happen to you. Mm-hmm. Don't be in a negative anticipation of it, you know. So I said all of this to just mm-hmm. go back to this like serious conversation in a way that there is that baseline, uh, but a baseline stress or acquired stress. But I also am always type of a person that relies on uh, facts. So what are the facts? You know, you started your PhD, you have three years to finish it, 
you are constantly supervised. You can ask for help. Yours. Like there were points in my PhD, for example, when I didn't even ask my supervisor for help. Mm. I emailed random people in the world. You know, can you have a quick chat? Let's just go through my, before submitting confirmation mm-hmm. review. I had, uh, oh, I had, before submitting confirmation review, mm-hmm. I had a chat with a guy, with a person who gave me postdoc now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because I like this network. Yeah, like yes. two you see, two months before submitting my confirmation review, I was like, mm-hmm. is this like I was like sitting looking at my cute little projects and I was thinking, oh my god, is this like just me vibing? <laughs> I do that all the time. You know, or is this like <laughs> for like can this be is this science? Is this what mm-hmm. it looks like? No one told me before what science. You know, mm-hmm. I never science mm-hmm. before. That's a beautiful thing to say, yeah. You know, and I was I, I, I was like, dear Matt, hi, uh, I read m- loads of your papers, I cite you all the time, can we please have a chat about my research? It was half, it was 25 minutes chat, mm-hmm. where I was like, this, this, and this paper of yours, this is what I plan to do, what do you think about it? This is my main concern about the chapter. You know, mm-hmm. you see, and few years down the line I d- anyway when we chatted later i had this feeling he, like we, we we knew about my science like mm-hmm. this is one fact that when you rely also there is time in phd where you should do certain things mm-hmm. like everyone goes through it mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and my supervisor gavin was really helping in this like for example first year he really encouraged me to explore i literally spent the entire first year reading which mm-hmm. was so good and trust me everything you read you're gonna use it at one point or another like there were i was writing my thesis like a few months ago and i could remember the paper i read on a first year and for example mm-hmm. there you can get stuck you can get like okay <laughs> <a minute. Come> <laughs> <on>. <laughs> okay. i wish we were recording yeah, i really like wish <laughs> yeah uh, so there are things that like you know, y- for example, you can go hyperanalyze here, but don't stop mm-hmm. yourself. One of the very common hyperanalyzation is, oh, it take it took me two days to read a paper, but I don't actually remember it. No, one sentence from it. You're gonna read so much that all you can actually remember is few sentences from each mm-hmm. papers, mm-hmm. and uh, then uh, you definitely get to this second year lost. Like you are so energetic in first year, everything because PhD offers you this thing. Uh, where you can choose for yourself whatever you like if you took that's part of the reasons i took phd if you took any other job you Mm -hmm. know you would be maybe forced to do certain type of work phd allows you this exploration Mm -hmm. but still you need to be there really for example i think really careful because your ultimate goal is to finish phd in the end Mm -hmm. you know but in between experiment ask for advice for example i really uh, so I enrolled PhD in biology right after finishing women's studies. I was I was also thinking if you could talk to talk mm-hmm. about your PhD yeah, like your yeah. and your yeah. previous yeah the women's studies for yeah. example. Yeah, I can I can. So for example, I started PhD right after finishing women's studies. So I knew so hot, so hot. Like <laughs> men take notes. Men <laughs> take notes. <laughs> Just do a master's in women's studies. Just if, do you it. Wa- Just if you want to date Pragya, yeah. you need to do a master's in well, women's probably. studies. No, I'm completely... No, you go, Pragya. I support you. I have this whole new dating system. <laughs> I'm off the apps, but you need to submit two reference re- letters from your exes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like two reference... <laughs> 
Like <laughs> maybe you should do that. Finishing yeah. women's studies to date you completely. Go for it. Yeah. The harder it yeah. is, the better. The better. The, yeah. the better. I, I, yeah. I genuinely oh believe in it. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. No. So you completed your women's studies and then you started PhD and obviously like first few months you're not you, you're not just like exploring because PhD is not like for example, I see my sister now. She's uh, she got a job. She does this all like trainings for her work. You will get some trainings for yeah. our work, but mm -hmm. you're pretty left by yourself to organize yourself to uh, figure out how to work. And for example, Correct. for me, it was really important to realize. So I took first few months just to understand things. You know, mm -hmm. don't rush. I took my sweet time. Then I figure out. Okay, so. What do I want, Fran? Like, what do you want? Like, science communication is great, but maybe not the best thing for me, you know? And, like, I figure out at one point posting selfies is not science communication, even though <laughs> <laughs> I trick myself <laughs> that it might be. But I figure out that I really want to do diversity work. And I... Mm -hmm ask at the department how to do it, where to do it. I did this thing where at first year of my PhD, I sent like anonymous, not anonymous, they, everyone knew it's I'm behind, but I <laughs> promised to people anonymity. I told okay. if you are any, like I positioned myself and I said, if you want to come and talk with me and I will see what I can do with diversity committee at the department. Loads of, like loads of some loads of problems like people talk to me about loads of problems mm -hmm. in the department and outside of the department but that are related to department so that took a lot of time you know mm -hmm. we can talk about it mm -hmm. so that then uh, uh, then we started from decolonizing the curriculum which turned into putting curriculum we called it later on it was decision that we made it was putting curriculum in the Wait, is context. this in women's studies or in, in biology? Biology. Biology. In biology biology yeah I'm so. You can decolonize biology. Of course yes. you can. But and you I mean, should. I'm, I'm really you should. You yes, really absolutely. need to. You really yeah. have biology to do it. is yes. the problem. Yeah, uh, because yes. that's where all the genetics like literally, bullshit. Like literally, uh, biology yeah. wrote. Uh, it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me 200 years ago. <laughs> I was waiting for a Taylor Swift reference. Oh, I had so one when you no. were supposed to ask me how did we meet, and I Ooh. wanted to say that, that I saw Pragya and it's a love story, baby, just say yes. Oh no, <laughs> I'm gonna die. I was getting this, I prepared this, I did my homework, I, I came ready, I, I will came die. ready. Because I will never find someone like him. Okay, Lara, okay. just shut the, turn it on. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, this is this is the best ever. Can't just Frane be a permanent member of PhD. We should need to figure out how to do the Google Chrome. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and just get him on more yeah. often because I'm loving this, this slide. Is really yes, good. Yeah. This is really good. <laughs> everyone vote. I'm gonna put it on a poll. Actually, <laughs> look if you're on Spotify, look down right now. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna put on a poll. Should Frane be like? A permanent fixture. Oh my god, I would love that. I'm like, oh my god, can you imagine listening to yourself while you vacuum on from it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you imagine like doing that swipe with a vacuum cleaner and be like, oh, I said this well, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I never feel like that when I listen back, but sure. Yeah, I did this, I said this Whoa. really well. <laughs> my okay. cheeks <Okay>. hurt. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes, fascinating yes. for me, like the fact that uh, because in STEM it's like it's very difficult to pick up these conversations. I feel, um, and I'm really glad that there were it people like you. Yeah. yeah. 
who mm-hmm. could I actually do even this. Even in social science. Like yeah. Also, in, oh, now I have, after coming to this country, I've realized that even in social sciences, yeah. because for some reason in India, all the social science people are very like militant and we are all like, like very, very like, liberal, you mean? we don't call ourselves liberals because that exactly that's what i'm saying like liberal is uh i don't know after coming here i've realized that even social sciences need like a push but anyway i'm I'm just like yeah so i did some notes so i did two notes so do you want me first to finish the tips then we can go to decolonizing or politics yeah Yeah, just with tips yeah just to so going back to this and just basically so i did this whole like there was a period in my phd of like two or three i, I kind of broke the flow here no now. it's okay no, don't no, worry no. Go because on. i wrote down this we'll like, find the flow yes. again yeah. yeah so there was this like period of of two, uh, maybe three months in my phd where i didn't actually do too much biology because mm-hmm. the this decolonizing the curriculum went really well Mm. And uh, we were invited uh, to give a talk at Birmingham, at Oxford, uh, about, for example, I started back then being interested in museum collection, the history of mu- of uh, museum collection and colonialism, how the, uh, yeah, how, uh, oh, about, uh, especially if you want, can talk about that but like (laughs) repatriation in biology collections it's very different it's very different than repatriation in uh, uh, like archaeological Mm -hmm. collections where it's pretty much straight it's straightforward Mm -hmm. you know in uh, archaeological collections but when you have like biological collections what do you do with the dead stuffed bird Mm-hmm. And this all came, you see what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this all came from the fact that I... Sorry, that <laughs> killed me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, dead stuff, bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Continue. Uh, this all came basically from a fact that I was doing part of my PhD in Natural History Museum where I work with birds, like uh, color. I work on colors of birds. And I was like... I finished biology, then uh, uh, molecular biology, then women's studies. Where on women's studies, I figure out how much, and the te- my thesis there was um, a feminist critique of Darwin, where I figure out Ooh. how, yeah, yeah, how. I like mean, everyone should critique him. Really, he ate the animals, guys. If you guys yeah, didn't know yeah, that, yeah, fun yeah, fact. No, 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 he, ate yeah, yeah. he ate the animals. Ate no, Darwin. Ate the animals. Like, like you know when he went to Galapagos yeah. and he did all this, he was eating them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Like there's other food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, go on. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't even clog that about him yeah, as like, a <laughs> as a thing. I want to make a diagram about the tangents from tangents that happen <laughs> in this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we should. Sorry, I just anytime people mention Darwin, because I was so shocked when I found that out. That I, I feel like had, I have to Oh my tell god, everyone. we had this conversation in Cubanas when in on that like on that evening. Yeah, because we went uh, to Cubana smoke is poison, a cigarette. by the way. Sorry. Cubana is poison. Just saying. Just saying. Sure. What do you mean? You don't like... Don't want to go into that Tiger tangent. Does, yeah. Tiger does nasty things there. But that's not the point. Yeah, we were speaking about it. And in the club. Because it's strange. Why would he do that? We were talking and I remember I did not... I'd ask you twice. <laughs> I'd ask you twice about it back then as well. <laughs> because why would he eat the animal? Like, there's just food. Can it be that he was hungry? But why would you be like, hungry? oh, look, there's an maybe old he, sea turtle. Maybe he, wasn't, maybe he wasn't hungry. Maybe he was hungry. 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 There you go. Hungry. Okay, I'm sorry. If you're from the north, So I'm much so chaotic sorry. energy. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah, this anyway, is a great chaos energy. Let's go back to 
Now uh, I can't remember what we're Decolonizing. Yeah, so yeah, anyway, um, at one point I did that more than biology, but then constantly I remember really clearly I would go to meeting with my supervisor and I would be like, okay, Gavin, so I know I need to finish thesis. What do you think about my thesis? Am I doing this well? Am I doing this enough? Mm-hmm. Like, is this extra activity taking too much of my time? And then I also remember there was this workshop. We were all at the conference and they were giving workshop workshop about CVs you know mm-hmm. and gavin was there and i asked a certain question about um, how to do cv and then uh, i n- no one mentioned diversity work to put it in cv mm-hmm. and then i said in the group chat on the conference like uh, that i do did a loads of diversity work mm-hmm. and gavin was like i think for example that's really important for you he said in that conversation mm-hmm. and i knew that from the onset of my phd but you see let's just put it this way you have three years to do phd and I allowed myself that sweet time, you know. And then, uh, but I never, allo- I always had a goal in my mind. It was to finish PhD. Mm-hmm. And I, because in PhD, you will get at one point so isolated. You won't trust yourself that I'm doing the right analysis, the right paper I'm reading. You need to develop as well that type of trust with your supervisor, which I managed, like I really was really happy mm-hmm. that I did with Gavin. And I would be like, oh, Gavin, this week I'm doing this, this week I'm doing this. Uh, um, uh, is this too much diversity work? Should I, you know, get back to the to, to my original, like just doing biology? So that was maybe s- second year. And then came the, and then came this, period that you acknowledge it it doesn't fall from the sky but this is also not to say uh kim kardashian quote here uh, no one wants to work here you should get your ass up and get something (laughs) some things to (laughs) be done or whatever she says no but just acknowledge like this this is what i did like getting a job takes time to begin with second it's a type of work that i obviously because of three years of phd i'm not used doing And third, mm-hmm. it takes my emotional time because, mm-hmm. for example, unexpected. Li- li- listen, I did not see this coming. Unexpected mm-hmm. problem I had in looking for a postdoc was how to um, position myself towards people I'm looking job from because it yeah. will happen. Like you think, you think I won't get a job, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden everyone replies on your email. Mm-hmm. It will happen, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, offers start to come, mm-hmm. and then there was this point where I got this like one offer the second offer and uh, and uh, they kind of uh, collided with each other where to know uh, it was something i will try to explain this it was something down the line where i was supposed to know this one first but if i chose this one i cannot choose the other oh, one and okay. i was like what uh, I see emotional time emotional work i did not know what to do about that mm. and i was like okay frane take the step back you did not need to think about this for last three years because you were in really safe environment doing PhD. Mm-hmm. Who are you? And I was like, I wrote in my diary on that day, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I went back to this first guy. I was like, listen, I really want your opportunity, but I'm still waiting from Ghent. And if I get to Ghent, please understand that that's something I really, really, really want. Mm-hmm. And he was like, don't worry. Thank you. People are surprised over that. Thank you yeah. so much for bringing this out Mm. Mm -hmm. if you want you can we can still stay in touch uh blah 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 anyway i'm just giving this as an example of unexpected things that can happen in phd that you don't think about you Mm. think like my the only thing in my phd that's gonna go shit is my research Mm. you know but trust me there's a there's a there's this like hump in your phd that you passed pretty at one point i wouldn't literally halfway through 
you pass it. Until this point, you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. After mm-hmm. this point, you seem like you don't know what you're doing, but you actually do. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You see, and just never, never be uh, afraid to ask and search the answers. If you think your supervisor is not enough, that's not a problem. It's a human thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I never forget, like I will never forget, like we needed to do this, like I think it was personality match or something down that line on the beginning Mm -hmm. of my PhD. And I was like, you know, I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we can do that. But then I secretly actually went to older PhD students. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you see where this is going yeah you and i asked you stalked uh-huh. no i asked older phd students when's gavin's birthday and <laughs> oh my god sagittarius aquarius and sagittarius i was like yeah this phd yeah this phd is gonna be fine yeah anyway so these are a few of my tips i had uh okay also pragya for you you said um reach you said i wrote few really like from what you said i wrote down few words Mm -hmm. uh breaks gap year uh, think differently about uh, oh i wrote uh, so you mentioned not taking break not taking gap year and stuff like that unfortunately i was forced to take a gap year because finishing masters i did not get a job right away Mm. and sometimes uh, uh, sometimes i noticed in my from my personal experience that those breaks are the most productive time you can give to yourself and mm-hmm. rather when you and i understand your anxiety yeah. about it and if i if I, I can also bring this topic out like part of my work anxiety i work a lot mm-hmm. i work a lot mm-hmm. part of my anxiety from that bec- is because everyone in my family from a forever mm-hmm. left croatia to work abroad okay. and like my grandfather when we uh, talk on Sunday he always asked me what your boss is saying about you and my grandfather one advice he gave me before I left uh, Croatia was like what h- no matter how much uh, other people around you work you need to work twice because you're not from there that was one thing that my grandfather told me yes. I understand it's not as hard and I'm not in a job mm-hmm. because my grandfather mm-hmm. was construction worker in Germany like mm-hmm. I don't need to do that but I think I still have it sometimes subconsciously. The mentality, yeah. the mentality of mm-hmm. uh, l- of being Eastern European and working a lot in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. Not just that, even our identities. Like I feel like as a woman, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. need yeah. to fucking prove myself. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I feel like that. Like it shouldn't be like that. I don't know. Ever since someone said to me, carry yourself with the confidence of a mediocre white man. Oh, I uh, have like yeah. really internalized that. Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I know that every quote. time I feel like I'm doing too much, I'm mm-hmm. like, "What would a mediocre white man do?" <laughs> yeah. I love that. And I should do that more <laughs> I because I, I don't think I can either, but I can I try. I no, because I'm it. like they sit and do nothing and then earn so much money. I too will do that, and I always strive for that. So I've taken demotions before because I know they were paying me more if I was yes. like doing less. Yeah, and. Oh my yeah. god, I need I some like Marisa need to do in my life. Now. Like no, I need a little bit of that. No, you need the, uh, the yes. soul of like yes. you need that. No, and I because cannot, like, like I've we spend no, our whole yeah. lives being taught these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like especially like black people, we always taught mm-hmm. to work twice as hard. Mm-hmm. Um as a woman, you're then also not respected for so many different reasons. 
And so you're then thought, I have to work really hard. Mm -hmm. And then you see all the women who came before you working really hard. (laughs) Well, all the black women who came before me working so hard. My grandma worked like three jobs, two jobs, Mm -hmm. so many. Like so hard and not getting much out of it. And I'm like, that is not my portion. Society is trying to make it my portion so hard. Mm -hmm. And I will carry myself like a mediocre <laughs> white man and it will work yeah. and that is my blind positivity for the day mm. but yeah. if you really uh, were a mediocre white man you would be in finance let's just no the point I mean, I'm in tech which is the second if she, best if she wants a mediocre white man she would never think of that That's she no. just do it no yeah. 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 she just be like that and just yeah. do it so I have to like unlearn be positive a lot. you know <laughs> No, I have to Believe unlearn hard work. Yeah. I really mm-hmm. have to unlearn hard work, and I'm like, I'm not yes, doing that. Yes, that. that. Thank you. Thank you yes. for sorry. saying that. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I cut you off. No, no but no, you no, just no, said that's you a very took. Good point. It, that's a, that's <laughs> mm-hmm. that was what I was gonna try to say with this. And like, we talked about that the yeah, other day. We that, talked about that, this. That it's we were talking about how a lot of people talk about luck all the time oh, yeah. Yeah. and mm-hmm. not work and hard work and like. Oh, that the was our pub. Moment oh, where we me, Fran, and Pragya were in the pub until very late, just <laughs> like having this very intense conversation and crying and like yelling in the pub. Yes. I don't know. I don't know what other people thought around. I love that. I love and I miss so you good. so much. I was so happy to bump yes. into you in a pub. It was so cute. It was, mm-hmm. it was really nice. But <sighs> yeah, basically, it was about this lack. This yeah. conversation, yeah. and it happens to a lot of people, what like women. It? Or like, pe- if you're from a minority community, they would say, "Oh, you're so lucky to be like oh. in these spaces," or "You're so lucky you got a PhD." But then we were talking about how that's not like the background of it is mm-hmm. that we put in so much hard work, <laughs> and people just talk about luck and mm. replace. But I even say that about I'm myself many times. Mm. So I, I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm so lucky whenever I need something or whenever I want mm. something it actually happens." Mm. But I think that's the thing that I have to s- to remind myself Absolutely. that I am not fucking lucky. Mm. I fucking fought for this for so many Lara years. Works so hard. Like yes. everything it's that I did until now ridiculous. and everything that I went through was fighting to get where I am today. So it's not because of not luck. Just until now, like yeah, even now, even like now. I d- I d- like I I don't know what to tell, but it's just like I see Lara working all the time (laughs) and putting so much work into this PhD and the other things that she does. And I'm just like, I could could never. Despite that, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going to disagree. Yes. Okay. Okay. And the reason I'm going to disagree is kind of how we spoke about the event Mm -hmm. right earlier. Yeah. It is luck. And I'm not saying that people don't work hard. Mm. Mm -hmm. We all work really mm-hmm. well mm. i try to work hard sometimes mm. but we all work our own level of hard mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but everyone well not everyone but loads of people who identify with us like socially mm. work hard and don't get to the places that we get to yeah yeah yeah. so there is a level of someone needs to open that door for me which is a lot mm-hmm. that um do you think that's I guess luck? makes it a lottery? It's luck in the sense that it's social capital, it's not isn't it? our yeah, but it's not on us, right? I think when we say hard work and stuff, we make it seem like we did something mm. that brought us here, which we have. We've done stuff. I'm not saying we haven't done mm-hmm. anything at all because you know mm-hmm. I wouldn't have gotten onto this PhD without the qualifications I had, for mm. instance, and none of us would. Mm. But someone has to open that door for you, which mm-hmm. is 
like something that's outside of our control. No, but would they open the door if you didn't put that effort? But that's what I'm saying. I think we can't just say, oh, but I worked hard for it and that's why I'm here. No, because no. Because we no. can't, like right. there is a, a huge level of luck with it too. Mm-hmm. And it's sad because I feel like that luck changes mm. based on who you are. If I was mediocre, I don't know, Tom... Right. from um like <laughs> wherever just, oh from harrogate that level of like choice of name <laughs> but i mean like that stuff outside Kill of me. my control <laughs> that stuff outside of my control is significantly less i guess damaging to who to to my the trajectory of my career i think compared to if i am like a i understand what you're talking about yeah completely and i agree with you Mm-hmm. But I think it's a little bit of a different conversation. Right, okay. In a way, because I'm specifically talking about myself, right? Okay. So for me, looking at myself and just like not recognizing all the things that I did right. and all the struggle that I went through. So to like be completely negating the whole Yes, I, yeah, I just yeah, completely yeah. negated. Right. I'm this type of person. Oh, yeah. it was all so easy. I just came here. I was so right. lucky, right? Yeah. Okay. And then at some moment, it just hits me. I was like, no, I wasn't fucking lucky. Of course, there was some level of luck involved yeah. and some level of privilege and some level of connections and all of those yeah. things. But I fought for every moment of it, yeah. right. right? And I fought to keep those things alive right. and, yeah. and to take them to where I am today and that's right. why I'm on the right track and I'm not worried about what will happen in the mm-hmm. future. I yeah. see what you're saying. It's like a like an act of self-love in a way, right? Yeah. Like, like I came here, I, I deserve it. Like I deserve being here, right? right. Yeah. Like because I, I, if you ask me a couple of years ago, I'd be like have a very le- low self-confidence mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. in general, not just about me in academia, but anything, but about everything, right? I'm I'm not worth it. I didn't really, yeah. I don't know what, what, whatever, whatever. Right. And I think for me, just being in a moment in my life where I can say, I fucking deserve this. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm here mm-hmm. and I... I deserve to be here. And if anyone mm. just doesn't agree with me, you can just like, oh, look away. I do not give a shit about what you think about me. That's where the mediocre white man comes in for me. Okay. You know, when you sit in a room and no one looks like you, no one thinks like mm-hmm. you, nobody is like you. And you're just like, should I be here? Mm-hmm. Is this, that's when I'm like, yes. A mediocre okay. white man wouldn't be thinking this. Mm. So why am I? And that's when it's like, we're I not get doing it that now. anymore. Yes. That's what I mean. We're not doing that anymore. Like, fuck that shit. So if you take anything from this episode, take that. But go on. Sorry, Frane. He wants He wants to talk so bad. Oh. You can just <laughs> interrupt us, by just the way. Please. Just start yeah. talking. No, because I wasn't even interrupting. I was like almost like a slave yes. mama. You know? I was like, yes, queen. Yes, yes, yes. Do the cows down, slay. That was my expression, but yes. I saw you doing like this. No, I was like, you're next, you're next. You're next. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. I just wrote a cute little note saying Pragya is the best on this day but I wrote Pragya is the best I wrote a few other notes while we were talking and one of them is like for example my big barrier was mental health during undergrad where I actually failed two years at uni so I studied Mm. five years bachelors barely finished that shit you know I was in the poorest mental health ever (coughs) and for me when you talk about that luck you Mm -hmm. know this was my best ever experience. Right. So, and this was experience that also leads me to another point we talked about earlier about this when I told you there's a certain timeline to, ro- to road PhD, activate your inner Tauruses, 
follow that timeline. <laughs> Hardcore facts, no feelings there. Like you know, no vibing, mm-hmm. no manifestations. It's just like you know, timeline. Timeline. Mm-hmm. So. And this I took as a that type of hardcore fact. So I, I had this, I really late, late, late. I always knew I want to do P. It wasn't P. I couldn't, I didn't, um, I am in general, I'm not coming uh, from certain places of articulations that helped me know I want to do PhD. Mm-hmm. It happened quite late. Mm-hmm. And I already at the point where I was able able to verbalize it. I want to do PhD. I already like failed everything that I could fail. You know, <laughs> like I had at one point maybe Lara is the closest one to know Etzetes points. Mm-hmm. You know them like European. Mm-hmm. Uh, the credits. Like the the credits. credits. I had six and five was to kick me out of university. Okay. So the one above the minimum. That's how bad it was. And then I literally went to Bristol to do Erasmus that helped me combine my two great passions at the time, which were molecular biology and paleontology. And I was like, yeah, I want to do PhD. Mm. And I came back literally awakened. You know, I was like, I want to do this. Like, I really, really, really want to do this. I start studying, I finished uni, you know. And then when, we, when I was looking for PhD, I actually, in Sheffield was seventh place, that the only place that took me. So I did not have mm-hmm. any other, op- uh, like I'd in other places, it didn't even pass the initial stage of selection. And mm. I always... Because of your grades. Yes, I had okay. really bad grades. I failed to, so my bachelor is 2009 to 2014, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I cannot go around uh, explaining, you know, I had really poor mental health. It was better at the time if I withdraw from uni and came back, so you would see three years in total. But I did not know that. I was too young, you know. No one mm-hmm. tells you about mental health on my island. It doesn't exist. Like I'm <laughs> from an island, by the way. Where 400 people live. Yeah, in my, in my Croatia, in my um, hometown. But yeah, and that's, so I'm going back to all this narrative. Yeah. This is not a tangent, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> we like tangents, so don't yeah, worry. Uh, <laughs> so the thing was, uh, so my supervisor, my team of, oh sorry, my team of supervisor, <laughs> what's happening? I also, I'm literally low-key obsessed with this keyboard. <laughs> I mean this. Yeah, like it reminds yeah, it's okay. It's, it's it's a long podcast. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. it's we have thirty something minutes. Yeah. yeah. A- anyway, um, you know why I like this? Just a small tangent, then we are going back to okay. the main <laughs> event. Okay. You know why I I'm really so like I told you this before, but I need to let it out in um in a uh, at how do you call this like microphone microphone to the public. like the room <laughs> legit to all the. It like to all the girls and gays, if you want to imagine the room, it literally looks like that uh, room where Shakira is recording uh, <laughs> that uh, single about her ex, like b- Bizarre Session or whatever it's called. What? I will show you later. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you need to know that. It's really good. Like, I just want to like do the Shakira move now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so applied for... And see, that was the that was when I was so pissed. I did I saw I had this back like this bad grades. Took me a long time to finish pe- to sh- to finish the entire thing. Lacked information. Mm. I was like offered at one point to do internship, mm-hmm. and I did not even know. Uh, like I reached out. I'm a bit embarrassed. Like I sent an email to Croatian Embassy. Thinking, what? yeah, I did. I just did not know how academia works. I was like, I met this 
this researcher who was like, yeah, if you want to come over summer, come next summer for f- like ho- how much you want to do internship. And I did not know how funding, like I just did not know. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't come from a place where I learn those things. Mm-hmm. Like no one, uh, I'm not the first person in my family who finished uni, but the first person who uh, finished after bachelor's. Okay. You know. Or did a PhD, so you have or the yes. first. You know, yeah. I did not know. Like, I sent the email to to Croatian embassy in US, like asking them if they know how to get a grant to go to study in the US. Of course, they did not know what to tell me. You know, yeah. like I know that now. You know, mm-hmm. I did not know how to write my CV. Like, I did not know how to spell Princeton. I spelled, I misspelled Princeton mm-hmm. University in my first application. You know, <laughs> you see, like, and. Um, so going back to the point we were making, I was like, please, whatever applications I'm making, just invite me to interview. Like, just get me to the mm-hmm. interview stage. And Sheffield was the first people who invited me to interview. I called my grandfather. I was like, they gave me interview. This is my seventh PhD application. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my se- I need to go there. And mm-hmm. he paid me a uh, plane ticket to come to Sheffield to oh. do PhD in Shout person. Love you, Grandpa. And he bought yes. me two pairs of jeans when I was starting PhD. Oh. <laughs> because he was like, you cannot look in any way. Like, you cannot... Yeah. You I cannot he's g- such like, an auntie. I love I like him. He's great. He's the great, greatest grandpa in universe ever. I really, really deeply loved him. He's in my thank you notes in my PhD thesis. Oh. Look, mm. yeah. uh, so, anyway. Uh, oh, this being said, later on, so part of my PhD applications, they because of the system, mm-hmm. they couldn't, for example, get me to interview stage, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. And part of it, people just, when they see five years of mm-hmm. see bad grades, they won't invite mm-hmm. you, no matter the fact of your background. That I w- At that point, I really did work hard, you know? Mm-hmm. From Bristol, I had, at the, at the time, I had research that became paper like six months later, but mm-hmm. I w- didn't have that material. Mm-hmm. What I learned is, like, and that's my, find, like, you know that thing you can in academia. You can, like, you are. <sighs> sorry, I will get to the point. When you go to do a project, you are both choosing the project itself, the the material you're gonna work on, and the people you're gonna work with. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would argue that it's equally important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You yes. see, and that's, for example, when I was looking for postdoc or back at the time for these guys in Sheffield, someone in Bristol where I was previously told me that these are really nice people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, it's not, you know, when we discussed previously, was it luck? Mm-hmm. Was it this? Was it that? I have this inner thing that became a f- hardcore Taurus fact. Um <laughs> What? That's funny. I'm not funny. I'm not even trying. But that's why you're funny. That's also why you're hot. Because you're not trying. Um, so the thing is, I took this like work, Frane. So I tell myself every morning, Frane Babarovic, work with nice people. You know, and I mm-hmm. always ask ahead. So I do my check. I, I have my, like, I, I, Someone in Bristol told me these people in Sheffield are really nice. Uh, for my n- next supervisor, people also told me that he is very nice. You know, so I all I think I'm gonna stay in academia as long as obviously I have employment, which we are hoping for. You know that mm-hmm. it will keep on happening, but also that that while as long as I work with the nice people, also we are in such a specific position where you will see over the years the things really we have really 
different separation from work to pri- private and work. Mm-hmm. It gets mixed loads of the times, mm-hmm. you know. Ask me about it. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, it was really important to work with nice people. Mm-hmm. Long story short, that was... That was, I think I reflected actually on all the points you made throughout your, uh, throughout when this was an hour ago, but. <laughs> I, I wanted to tell something. Yeah. Um, I know Frane since one year and for me, he's like, he's such a smart person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the other day was the first time that I got to know that he had failed in his undergraduate mm. and I had no idea you know, that had happened. So I think this is also like very inspirational for people out there who might, you know, um, have not have had very good grades or something. But yeah, like if, if it's, I mean, I don't want to say it's luck or hard work or whatever, but it's like there are ways to negotiate. Um, and if you really want to do a PhD, I think um, you you really can i don't know if you should in this economy but yeah. uh, <laughs> i mean know. at least not here go to where they treat it like a job like norway <laughs> yeah no well, that's that a that's a whole another mm-hmm. in croatia we would say that's a whole another pair of shoes to deal with right. <laughs> yeah. but uh, i think when you say that like yes in europe it's treated as a job in england phd students are neither workers nor students and we mm. get the worst mm. out of both worlds yes mm-hmm. yes that's a uh, quote i really like yeah. 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 but sort Sorry. of from what frane was saying before like mm. my, my takes are two first is like find your opening like, like, mm-hmm. just, just, just having this session here, it feels like I'm just sitting with Fran in a room and he's giving me advice about my life. It's, <laughs> it's like a mentoring session. Like, do this. And he always has these. Uh, there's a saying, and he goes yes. like, and, yeah. and he knows so many sayings from then, so many different parts of the world. And he talks about his tourist ground. Yeah, yes. Yes. <laughs> this is really chaotic, and I love it. Yes, <laughs> but it's like find your opening. Your opening was I need an interview. Yeah, I, I just and need it. Because mm-hmm. you know that when you get an interview and people interact with you in person, in the right. room, then you'll get this, oh, the yeah. fucking job. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's it's that thing of like, know your strengths yeah, and find your openings. And play to them. And play to them and play to your yes. strengths and just, just go for it. Yeah, and I agree ev- with you. even the fact that you fucking emailed the embassy <laughs> of Croatia and the United sh- States shows me your determination Absolutely. and yeah. that you're not afraid Mm-mm. like to fail or whatever anyone will say about you. Mm-hmm. You no. are open to ask your supervisor, "Am I doing good? Am I doing shit?" Like for me, this is a hard question to ask. Yeah, like it's hard to just go and be like, "Okay, tell me exactly where I am," because it's like you're sort of afraid f- of what will come back to you. Mm-hmm. But just this openness of this is who I am. These are my strengths. Mm-hmm. This is what I want. And I just go for it mm-hmm. in a way. And I overcome it and I find my openings mm-hmm. in, in the right spot because I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. Mm-hmm. And I know how the system well, works yeah. and how it will exclude me from it. So I just yeah. find my opening and go in it. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I think, a very important takeaway to, 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 to take forward. This you really need to like take. Things. Yes. Sorry, sorry. No, this is just how a mediocre white man would think. They find yeah. their strengths. Mm-hmm. They play to them. Yeah. They figure out how they're gonna get something, and they go and get and it. And they never overthink. Yes. Or think. Yeah. No. But they never no, think. No, no. no but let's continue thinking, please. Let's like not not be no, a completely like mediocre yeah. white man. <laughs> no, they think, but they think in a way as like they think in a way of like hubris. Is that the word? Um, like. 
I can do this. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's no like self doubt. <laughs> even though mm-hmm. they're like very mediocre. And yep. because they have no self doubt that that reflects. Everybody is like, It's true, you can do this. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> there's wow. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I have so much thoughts at the moment. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You should like part of you consistently should in your own life be um mastermind you know yeah because i'm a mastermind and now you're mine <laughs> it was all by design and now okay. you're mine can i make Taylor another Swift. point yes sorry okay. yes, yes. i have another point even if you're in academia you don't need to be a hundred percent serious all the time yeah no. even you have you have a phd you can be fucking fun yes. like frane that just is here talking yes. about bloody i don't know about how to negotiate yeah. getting a phd position and then start singing whatever he yeah. sings i don't even know yes <laughs> like ask me about that if like this is yes. outside of this because i think like one story if you i'm so sorry for stopping no you, no go because on because i had this story going coming into here I mm-hmm. ha- because uh, the other day when you all asked me if i want to do this i did not i never in life do situation where i just walk in like i mm-hmm. always think mm-hmm. about things mm-hmm. um yeah and i was thinking the other day there was this one situation where i was at women's studies and we had this researcher uh giving us ah uh, oh, course the course of it all was <laughs> feminism and popular culture i think i really think if i stayed in like if i ever ended up in social science. by the way my first entrance exam at university was mm-hmm. philosophy and history of art which i failed okay <laughs> the, and i en- enrolled molecular biology like directly that's why i studied it yeah and this is so confusing yeah <laughs> like these are just two completely different yeah, things yeah, and yeah. somehow you're so much both of them yeah. and, and, and yeah. it's just it's just like i don't know how this is happening <laughs> and you see that's the thing that's kind of it goes like this is what i wanted to tell you sorry so it's women studies feminism and popular culture i'm not sure if um she was teaching me like or she said this story to generation before in the same course and that generation told me this story okay anyway but she is like researcher mm-hmm. in so- sociologist mm-hmm. who did extremely extremely feminine uh, research okay feminine feminine like feminist feminist and feminine Uh, for example something down the life of research something down the line of i think researching women representation in popular media in croatia okay and she came and she was at the department where loads of the uh, other researchers in were in so uh, social sciences that did this like stats hardcore research and she said that that talk like um i do my research Mm -hmm. that's literally representation of women in chiclets or something down that line mm-hmm. you know, like not chiclet sorry like you know like vogue magazine right, mm-hmm. right and i think it was something down the line of how that representation changed from socialist to democratic republic of croatia like to democratic croatia but i'm okay. not sure mm-hmm. so don't take me this for granted mm-hmm. i want to come to the point bo- uh, point to bottom line of this and she said i do this research just positioned like this here i'm a woman you know mm-hmm. inside of this dominant world i can dress and i can look no matter how mm-hmm. when i walk into the space where i talk about my research you need to take me seriously i demand mm-hmm. your attention because mm-hmm. my methods even though my topic is like this is the same as yours mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you know, demand your respect. That was literally I just bumped into microphone if anyone heard because I got really <laughs> emotional. <laughs> I got really emotional uh-huh, over this. Yeah, I still to this day when I think about this, I still am. Like that was because for me, that's what you said, uh, Lara. I want to stay this person in academia. You know, like I can I like dre- I'm either dressed in pink or black <laughs> today is a bit pearls. different <laughs> and pearls and mm-hmm. i like uh, dripping gold from me when i feel like it and i can talk about whatever i want to talk whatever i do loads of things are pink and my favorite movie is legally blonde yes <laughs> okay l word yes, yes yes but when i talk about my science even though i graduated on color like most of the thesis is about color blue so it's like really was in a sense niche topic it makes sense when you're in biology when i talk about it i can come dress this in front of you i can be as gay as i want as feminine as i want or whatever uh you need to take me seriously mm-hmm. when i talk about period mm-hmm. i'm gonna stay wherever i am but I'm, you need to take me seriously when I talk about my biology. And I have I have such, after all these years, I have, is that lying? Yeah. No. Uh, after all these years, I have so much like a litmus paper for mm-hmm. I can tell right away when people mm-hmm. are not taking mm-hmm. me yes. seriously. Yes. Yes. <laughs> my litmus Same. paper Same. is literally Same. killing it. Mm-hmm. Like I can tell it right away. Yeah. When mm-hmm. they look me in the eyes, I know if they yeah. are taking me seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a researcher, I'm not mm-hmm. saying like we can talk outside and then you can have your preferences, whether you want to listen endlessly about the most obscure new TikTok discussing Taylor Swift Easter eggs and if the new album is coming out. Mm -hmm. That's your own choice, Mm -hmm. aesthetic. But when I'm talking about academia, even though I present the way I am, you need to take me serious. I don't ask you that I demand it. And if you Mm -hmm. don't give me, I'm not going to work with you. Mm -hmm. Like, preach. Preach. Like, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Okay, sorry. I submitted my thesis <laughs> with my legally blonde pink shirt. Yeah. I wanted yes. that. It was extreme. We should all do that, actually. When we submit, Elwood. Yeah. Elwood. Should we bring a dog? Yes, <laughs> please, please. <laughs> a gay dog. A gay dog. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was kind of a... Oh. Amazing. But wow. no, that was great. So, are we ending now? Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, so, should. yes. So, I want to end on how we know him. I don't think we have... No, it's okay. No, oh, yeah, nobody cares. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, maybe they do. I, don't I know. do. I. But no, doesn't matter. I wanted to end I, on uh, Franny's freak feast. Okay, I wanted to end on Franny's feast. I wanted to end on Franny's thesis. Why did it take mm-hmm. so long? <laughs> so long because I kept saying thesis, <laughs> and yes. I was just like thesis. Right. And it's entitled The Drivers and Mechanism of Plumage Color Evolution. So at first when he used to talk about it, I was like, okay, do you want to know about the color of birds? I don't know. But... (laughs) (laughs) Slay. (laughs) Honestly, He also knows a lot on, like, sex. Bird sex? Oh, yeah. So the birds are blue because they want to have sex. (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's that's That's, what he found, which is so so fun. This kind of sounds so gay, but I know it isn't. But it sounds so gay to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. And now, do you want to read your final yeah, yes, I, 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 think, I think Franny should read this. Okay. Final remarks of my thesis. As a reader, I ask you to draw a large circle 
in front of you with a pen and then put a dot the size of the pen tip on the circumference. Now hold that dot in your mind. Imagine the entire big circle is the field of plumage color evolution and that dot is how I imagine my thesis has contributed to the field. A little, but more importantly, through trials and errors and half of that dot of new knowledge, I explored and thought about most of that circle. Plumage color evolution is the field that will forever be interesting to researchers because of the almost immeasurable complexity of the biological system displayed in front of us. More importantly, it changes with technological innovations and trends revealed in other research areas across all natural science. In a sense, research on plumage color evolution is a mirror ball spinning in a room of all natural sciences and reflecting methodologies and theories for all of them to answer the question it, questions it addresses. My endeavor in this field started from paleontology to proceed in macroevolution and ended up in physics, so far. Besides the scientific journey, it was also a personal emotional journey. I wish the beginning sentence from Maggie Nelson's book Bluettes be one of the last sentences of my thesis. And I wish you to take them with you, reader. It goes like this, and it perfectly addresses my last four and a bit years of life. Suppose I were be to begin by saying that I had fallen in love with the color. Suppose I were to speak this as though it were a confession. Suppose I shredded my napkin as we spoke. It began slowly, an appreciation, an affinity. Then one day it became more serious. Then, looking into an empty teacup, its bottoms stained with thin brown excrement coiled into the shape of the seahorse, it became somewhat personal. The topics I'm dealing with in this thesis followed a similar pathway and became, on many occasions, extremely personal. By submitting this thesis, I'm making part of my personal fascination a public one, and I hope that I managed to spark your interest as well. Um, I'm so did so I just, I'm just fucking I'm, love I, you. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Yes. Yeah, so if you like want to like, you know, get to understand Fanny's research, um, as I said before, the title is The Drivers and Mechanisms of Plumage Color Evolution by Frane Babarovic, twenty twenty two. It's his thesis, it's online for everybody to download. Fuck that. What? Yes, go check Frane's thesis. But what you take out of that is Remember that you are part of your thesis and you shouldn't remove yourselves from it. Sure. And always acknowledge that. Yes. But if you do want to see it, because yes. the reason why I say that is because at first, when he used to Come say here. what his Come thesis here, is. Come here, Leo. Come here, Leo. <laughs> when he used to say what his thesis <laughs> is, yes. I was like, not interested. And then I actually read the abstract mm -hmm. and I was like, this is actually interesting. It he is. writes so beautifully. Yes. Right. You think? It's yes. It's not the science scientific writing that I know, which is so right. boring. That's what I was yes. saying to Prague the other day. You yes, write in a way that if a person is not a scientist, they could understand what you're talking about. And you know and why? Because you're gay. Be. <laughs> yeah. <It's laughs> yeah. Very, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gay people can't read. It's very. A mediocre white man would not write <laughs> no. like, like this. No, I. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like when you read a lot of um, when you yeah, when you read a lot of scientific articles, um, they are very like, you should just know what 
this amino acid is because why wouldn't you? Or you uh, should know what this girl. this random protein is. Jail. Um, because <laughs> oh why not? You should know what this life cycle is. This reads like you have no butter. fucking idea what I'm talking about, so I'm gonna tell you. Mm-hmm. And that's this reads what I like, like butter. Yeah, it's like but it's it also not dry. Yes, mouth. it's not dry. It's not just that it it explains you. Yeah, it has something in it. It has substance. emotions yes. in it. Yeah. And that is, I think that's a special ingredient. But even the abstract, it's like, just, I can mm-hmm. completely tell you what he did yeah. for four mm-hmm. and a half years. <laughs> 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 just by, whereas I feel like I wouldn't be able to say that about mm-hmm. even some sociology papers. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. What did they do? Yeah, 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 Frane, yeah. I'm incredibly happy that there is people like you Ah, yes. thank you. going into academia. Especially in STEM. Especially mm. in STEM. And I think for us and the world and life and everything, the humankind and academia to go on forward, we need people like you. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you very like much. Like both in a human and in an academic way. Mm-hmm. Humbling. Thank you. Thank you. One like more honestly. Thing before we say goodbye, mm-hmm. I think one of the takeaways is the reason, so you were talking about, I don't even know if you said it on this podcast, but that you actually enjoyed your PhD. like Absolutely. Completely. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, 100 percent enjoyed like i had i had the sick leave and took three or four months we have a few more minutes like (laughs) like i took sick leave and left my phd for three months even that i enjoy i had two surgeries (laughs) a year before submitting phd thesis my entire experiment failed failed didn't happen you Mm. know and it was entire chapter was supposed to be Mm. i would still do all of that again i I enjoyed that fail but that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and I think like I loved, loved. I just simply am so full and so happy, and like my heart was never this full. Like the other day, like I'm so sorry, am I stopping you from? No, no, no. Like the other day, someone asked me something. I was like, I, I at the moment cannot even imagine being not happy. Like it's just not an option. Right. It, do, it, it doesn't come solely from PhD. Okay. It comes from the self-growth because you will see the l- easiest thing about PhD, at least for me, at one point became science. It, it, the hard parts became managing the life around it. And I worked so much like that work. It was emotional work, was all type of works mm-hmm. to understand myself, to be aligned with myself, to mm-hmm. communicate my needs, to understand. And that all led towards happy PhD. You know, right? It was it was entire process around that PhD, and I loved every minute. I would do it again. Right. So, <laughs> I was gonna say, even though we shout one at the beginning, though, mm-hmm. be positive. Mm-hmm. Attitude. No, this is not um, positive attitude. No, but, but I think it is. But no, it I think is, the difference is, you spoke about work. Yeah, you're not just positive just to no, do I'm, it. No, I'm. I'm. I'm uh, actually, and the most, like, the the one thing I've really liked in social sciences was uh, uh, Marxism and materialism in general. <laughs> so it comes mm-hmm. a bit. I, no, do you know I'm what I mean when I say that <laughs> you're into him? That I'm into him. Like it's. <laughs> I will never find someone <laughs> like him. Perpetually horny. Ever. <laughs> That's <laughs> not <laughs> true <laughs> at all. I think so. Because you could just recognize when I say work, I always have deeper meaning of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can deconstruct you my entire idea of emotional work, the barriers mm-hmm. I go through mm-hmm. when I work, like when I do work in office, how I see myself from outside in. 
yeah, there was this moment of self I would say self-realization at one mm-hmm. point. And if I can add one more thing, mm-hmm. please. Yeah. The reason why I decided, actually, when I figure out uh, why I decided to do PhD is, and I became really, in, like, the reason, because I figure out all of this that we talked about. That's why I, l- I love hanging out with you. Mm-hmm. I love it that you're in social science, that I can talk with you. I love mm-hmm. so many things. <laughs> and PhD allows you to... Obviously, you need to finish your PhD, but it allows you to tap into all of them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also, I like, I love the idea uh, of being in charge, mm-hmm. both of myself and my thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the other day I got really inspired. I watched, I, sometimes when I need to, like, I, I already know what I need to do when I need to get on top of my game, or, you know. Uh, I um, watched the um, interview with Dan Ventur the editor of Vogue, and someone asked her how much editorial decisions you make, and she said 99%. <laughs> and I was like, I, f- I laughed, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah, that's why I enrolled PhD, because it allows you to make so many things as your own decisions. Mm-hmm. And I love mm-hmm. that. It's a really insecure territory that you're stepping. Your PhD is basically stepping on a road that you need to build yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. And that's how it feels. And it takes certain amount of emotional wor- work Mm-hmm. I really mean it. Labor. More. Labor. Mm-hmm. Labor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not the political party. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that that's some of my, sorry for oh, this. Okay. That was some of my like final thoughts. I like, yeah, I love this experience. I'm so inspired by it. Mm-hmm. I Yeah. But yeah, wow. I think that's an important thing to take away. Um, to work on being happy during your PhD. Yes. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh-huh. Not give in to the the doom and gloom that people make a PhD out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but it's not just PhD. I think in this country, I also feel life. like it's people life. really like being sad. Mm-hmm. I don't and know complain if that's about things. And, and yeah, yeah. And I want to just defend Frane at some level. I don't know, even know if this is a defense, but <laughs> I I think I know what it is to be sad and depressed, mm. and mm-hmm. I actively try to never be that yes. i in i might say that i'm sad and whatever mm. but i i had a phase in my life where i was so sad and depressed really sad and depressed mm-hmm. and i would like i promised myself after i came out of it that i would never be this Same. ever mm-hmm. again yeah. and if too. anything in my life right now makes me feel that way it's gone. i just cut it off yes, yes. and that decision mm-hmm. is so difficult mm-hmm. but you it's have to tr- do it. Yes. Yeah, but that's I think that's what I'm And it's work. Think. That is work. Yeah. But I it think is, that's what I love it's about labor. Um, it's labor. It's labor. It's literally like emotional it work. It is emotional when you work. You wake up yes. and you have emotions yes. in your chest that you can yes. physically feel. Yes. And mm-hmm. you like sink a bit. And then yes. you are like, no, I don't want to feel yes. this. Yes. I need yes. to get yes. up. Mm-hmm. I need to go yes. to for me it's Rivelin Valley. Yes. And you mentioned yes. who did mention uh, some uh, habits they have to make themselves feel well in the beginning of the like hours ago <laughs> but someone said doing things oh that well, like going to the beach and stuff or yeah what? like someone no someone said this like self anyway it's self-love whatever it yeah is. but we mentioned it's like i walk out of my house i go to rivalin valley mm-hmm. from beginning of rivalin valley to the top of miming brooks mm-hmm. so that's like you in yeah. sheffield mm-hmm. it takes you like two hours so rivalin valley is folklore 
mm-hmm. by Taylor Swift. That's where she wrote folklore in my head. No, she um. didn't, but that's <laughs> in my head. And Wyming uh, <laughs> Brooks is brownish, so it's Evermore. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm like, okay, I'm walking there. I don't want Evermore to feel... Evermore is a song, by the way. I mean, I don't know if it's an album. Okay. So I'm like, it I need to <laughs> feel differently than this. Yeah. And I'm going to do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. And that's also part of the PhD. Right. It will make yeah. you feel like that. That that's it's unavoidable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. It's really hard to write this. To be honest, the one really hard part was to write this what I read. Yeah. Mm. And on that level of deepness, feel unhappiness as well. Yeah. That's hard because mm-hmm. that you Absolutely. will feel that throughout mm-hmm. your. Yes, this you is will. happiness. This is but happiness. Um, yes. Yeah. I did feel unhappy throughout my PhD mm-hmm. at some yes. points, but it I learned. I labored. Yes. I, mm-hmm. I I it almost like in Croatia. How do you say when you have that thing for dirt? Pieces. Um, yeah, you see what I mean. You yes, know. I know what you mean. Yeah, like that's that type of work. Yeah, you duck. Y- so we say in Croatia, I was as tired as if I was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I just think, yeah, you emulate the whole putting yourself first during your PhD, which I really enjoy. That's not, I don't know if I do that, but I still... Oh, this should be another episode. I know yeah. for sure. Yeah. I put myself like yeah. going, but it's but putting yourself, putting your happiness first before anything else. Like no, that can al- actually also mean you're putting something else first. But that's what. I, but that is your happiness. Mm-hmm. Yes, Regardless, yes. You you're put your, your happiness, happiness first. I don't want to say I put else. myself first, but it could. On some days, it just could be Lara, like putting uh, Lara first or something. Is your happiness? Is my happiness? Yeah. Yes. And so that is it could be someday. It, it just could be you. But and that like, is putting yourself yeah, because very recently, <laughs> uh, some of my friends are going through a lot of stuff in their lives um, and getting hit by cars. But um, I just, <laughs> just like the other day, yes, uh, the other day, the fact that I could be there for them, mm-hmm. that was my happiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it yeah. was but just like... still putting yourself first. It is, it is. Yeah, it's it is. It's just your conceptualization. It is, yeah. I didn't first. do work that day because too many things were happening. Um, but the fact that I could be there for those people mm-hmm. in my life who I really, really love yeah. was... I don't know, I felt thing. human yes. and yes. I felt yeah. good. Yes. And, nice. and like yourself, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so I just, like, yeah. yeah, getting lost in your PhD is fine as long as you're not getting lost yeah. in your PhD, if that makes any <laughs> sense. Real. But yeah. so profound. <laughs> I know, but no. The <laughs> no, last it was thing. was really profound, yes. <laughs> goodbye, everyone, yes. from yes. four mediocre white men. <laughs> <laughs> follow Frane on Twitter. Yes. yes. Um, uh, yeah. Follow. Like this was really nice. Thank you, everyone. And we'll Frane, good luck. Yeah. Thank you for your postdoc. Yeah. You, you just, you're gonna be in Belgium, which is literally like right here. So yes. you have no yes. excuse. No, there's no excuse. Not be mm-hmm. here no. yeah. once in a while, and yes. every time you're here, we are gonna record it. Yeah. But we love you. Thank you so much. We love oh my you God, so thank you. I love you. you. It's so a much. love so story, baby. Say we yes. All say yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Go and stream <laughs> Taylor Swift, I'm everyone. Sorry, I, can't ch- I can't do hands to a mediocre white woman. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. 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 <laughs>